Xtalks connects professionals in the life science, medical device, and food industries with useful content like webinars, job openings, articles, and virtual meetings to help you succeed in your career. This food industry-focused podcast brings together some of our editorial staff to share insights into the latest B2B industry news to help keep you up to date. This week on the show, we are speaking with Diane Archin, the founder of Bub Love, the better for you bubble tea. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the X Talks Food Podcast. I'm Sydney Perlmutter, senior food industry journalist and webinar moderator at xtalks.com. And this week, I'm joined by Vera Kovacevic and a special guest. Her name is Diana Arkchen, and she is the founder and CEO of Bublove. Welcome to the show, Diana. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. Thanks for having me. All right. So let's get right into it. First, can you tell me a bit about the startup story behind Bublove? Sure. So it actually kind of started when I was a kid, when I was 12 years old. My mom took me to take your daughter to work day when I was 12 years old, and they actually put us to work, and we had to develop this drink concept um, called I created a, a sports drink called Splurge. It was blueberry raspberry. And at the end of the day, they actually made it for us. And it was like that childhood experience that made me want to launch a product one day. And so the idea for Bubble Love, you know, I didn't have it when I was 12, but um, it, eventually, you know, I loved Bubbles Tea so much. Um, I saw an opportunity to make a better for you version. And so I, I went all in on that and uh, created the first ready to drink better for you bubble alternative. Um, and we launched back in, in April of 2022. That's so cool. Can I ask what your mom did for for work that you got to do that? Yes, she actually worked in human resources, but she worked at Wyeth, which is now part of Pfizer. And so they just so, you know, it had nothing to do with pharmaceuticals exactly, but it was more so a business sort of take your daughter to work day event. Yeah. Wow, that's a really cool story because I feel like most take your kid to work days, the kids don't really get much out of it, but you created, you at least you thought up of a business during it. So that's that's really cool. Yeah, and that really sort of propelled all of the decisions in my career. So because I wanted to launch my own business or drink, I went to, to Wharton for undergrad, which is very well known for business. And then I spent the past like 10 years in marketing and worked for some great companies like Green Giants, launching better for you products like cauliflower pizza crust and, and uh, veggie tots and was able to use that experience to, to help launch Bubble Up Bubble Tea. That's great. Um, what's the inspiration behind the name Bubble Love? So actually it was essentially I was just brainstorming names um, and my husband saw all of the things that I wrote down on my notebook and he uh, saw that one. He's like, oh, I like that one. It's like very catchy. And then I um, took a handful of names and sort of tested it with my family and friends to gauge their reactions. Like I wanted to make sure a name was very memorable, easy to spell uh, and had positive sort of associations. And so that one was the winner. So it really stuck. Yeah, it's a great name. I think uh, I think you also get the idea that it is a bubble tea as well. Like it's sometimes, you know, names, you can't exactly tell what the product is, but I think you really like hit the nail there. Um, so as a better for you bubble tea, what differentiates Bublove from typical bubble tea in terms of ingredients and nutrition? 
Yeah, so typically bubble tea, just to level set, um, can be very unhealthy, right? So the one sixteen ounce cup of, let's say, the most classic flavor, the black milk tea, can have over 400 calories and over 50 grams of sugar, which is like drinking three cans of Coke or eating like 12 cubes of sugar. So bubble of bubble tea, you know, we have a 9.5 ounce bottle, but each bottle is less than 50 calories. There's no added sugar and there's no artificial ingredients. And we sweeten our teas with all natural sweeteners, monk fruit and erythritol. So the, the, you get the taste of sugar, but it doesn't spike your, your blood sugar. And then we also, our pearls are different. So regular tapioca pearls are hundred percent tapioca starch. They are uh, colored with typically like brown food coloring, or they actually add in brown sugar to make it brown. And so our pearls are a blend of tapioca starch and konjac, which is a root vegetable, and there's no added sugar. And so the addition of the konjac helps cut the carbs and calories and also gives it a jelly-like chew. Um, yeah, so, and then just in general, the whole line is like a source of antioxidants because it has has tea and um, it's keto friendly and gluten free as well. And you mentioned the whole line. So um, are there several different flavors? Yes, there are, there are three flavors. We have a black milk tea, a matcha soy latte and a passion fruit oolong guava. Ooh, those sound really good. Like really, really popular. Like it sounds like it's really popular flavors too. Yes, awesome. yes. The, the black milk tea is like the most classic. So we had to have that and then yeah. the matcha soy latte. Yeah, like that's very popular um, in the U.S. And I felt like that was a good mix. And the soy milk taste actually is not what you typically find in the U.S. It's based off of um, uh, the taste of Chinese soy milk, which is very prevalent in, in breakfast culture there. So it does, it's not as sweet and vanilla-like. It's more uh, it's more like there's like a beanie sort of taste, but it's still, it's still like lightly sweet and, and delicious. And it goes really well with the matcha. And then finally that the passion fruit oolong guava, that is a spin on the more classic passion fruit flavor. So I grew up with some, it, I grew up, uh, in Hawaii, just some childhoods there. I have family there. And so very popular drink there is passion fruit, orange guava. And so this is my sort of take on, on that drink. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you were talking about the drink Bubblov and, and it seems like there was a lot of research and development going into it. So just curious, like how long did research and development take before launching Bubblov and, and what was that whole process like? It took a while. You know, I started doing recipes in my kitchen and then find, trying to find a co-packer. Um, and in total, I created over 200 recipes and looked at 60 manufacturers before I was able to find something that was viable. And so the whole process from ideation to commercialization was two and a half years. And typically at a regular manufacturer, like corporate wise, it, it can take a year and a half, um, sometimes even six months. Wow, that it sounds like quite a long time. And, and were there any points in that, you know, two and a half years where you felt defeated and you you weren't sure whether it was going to come to fruition? Yes, definitely. You know, there are the, some co-packers that I talked to, you know, didn't want to take on this like new drink. There wasn't a proven demand for it. And also it had inclusions or 
the, the boba itself, the tapioca pearls, like it could get stuck in the line and then break the line. So that was also risky on their part. And so, yes, it was, it is definitely difficult to find a partner. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is ever going to work, but thankfully we found um, someone uh, that could help bring this idea to life. Now, um, you know, you launched relatively recently and while it was, you know, in from the ideation phase to commercialization, I would imagine there was quite an overlap overlap with the pandemic. So how, if at all, did the pandemic affect business? I would say mainly it was supply chain issues. So there were just like any other manufacturer delays for ingredients, increased ingredient costs, freight costs, and just general timelines were elongated because of, of COVID. So I saw that you um, went viral on TikTok after sort of highlighting the health concerns like you were mentioning and calories and sugar and traditional bubble tea. So, um, you know, in this day and age, what role do you think TikTok and other social media platforms play um, in marketing the business? I think it's very important and should be an integral part of your strategy, especially if you're a startup and you're running very low on marketing funds and you need to reach people at a very low cost, you should put, I feel, put yourself out there on social media. I actually was a very private person. I never really shared on social media at all. And I just knew that I had to sort of get out of my comfort zone, put myself out there, put my story out there and try to reach as many people as possible. So that's what I did and I think that each platform serves its own purpose, right? So TikTok has potential for great reach, but Instagram, I feel, is very visual platform and you're able to reach people that might be in more of like a shopping mindset and they tend to be a little bit older and therefore they have more income. So it's really about a mix of the different channels. Wow. And... um... So where can consumers find Bublove? They can find it on bublove.com. That's where we're selling them right now. We're selling the teas in six packs. So you can get a single pack of each flavor or you can get a variety pack, two bottles of each flavor and we'll ship it right to your door. And do you ship just to the States or is it internationally? Right now, we ship just to the States. So I've gotten a lot of requests for shipping to Canada. So that's something I definitely need to scope out. Um, but yeah, we're just shipping to the U.S. for now. Um, so in terms of maybe expanding flavors, um, what are your plans for the company over the next few years? So in the short term, I will be adding a subscription to the online website. So right now you can buy single six packs, but I'll be adding an option where you can subscribe and get a 12 pack and then the next steps are really to try to sell onto other e-com channels and then eventually expand into retail one day. I mean, I'd love to to see Bob Love in like a Whole Foods or even Starbucks one day. I think it has a lot of potential. Now, do you have any um, competitors or would you consider Bob Love kind of uh, the first of its kind in this better for you bubble tea market? So there are other ready to drink bubble teas. But I would say that Bublove is the first of its kind in terms of its better for you angle and its Asian American flavors. So 
and also it's differentiated in its packaging. So the other ready to drink boba teas out there are in cans and they have a lot of sugar. They do have artificial ingredients and artificial colors and they have a very much like, like a foreign sort of Asian um, feel to it. Whereas strategically I positioned bubble love as more of like Asian American, modern, fresh, um, brands that will resonate more locally within the States. And our bottles are actually glass bottles as well. And so that really differentiates us from the competitive set. So I've written a little bit about um, food packaging, and I really commend you for using glass bottles. Um, You know, they're also much more sustainable than plastic, and I would imagine that they preserve the flavors better. Uh, But do they present any challenges with, with shipping? They do. I mean, shipping glass bottles is definitely more expensive. And, you know, further down the line, we might have to potentially switch to a can to save to save on those costs, depending on how the economics sort of all work out. Um, But yeah, I really felt like when I was evaluating packaging options, like I evaluated the can and I looked at the glass bottle and just something about the glass bottle feels more fresh and more premium and craft than holding the aluminum can and it just made a little bit more sense from like a yeah like a just a a look and feel and branding standpoint and then also with glass bottles like you need to also be mindful of the amount of the the amount of packaging around the bottle itself because if you expose like too much of the tea that and like sunlight gets in that could deteriorate your shelf life so i have a very small window on the side actually where you can actually see the boba um and and consumers can yeah see what it looks like before they they buy it um but we made sure not to make it so big that you know it could adversely affect shelf life wow and um diana i wanted to maybe a little bit change the discussion and kind of focus on you now so can you tell us like what is your day-to-day like activities what do they look like as you know a business owner yes it varies a lot and there's so much to do in too little time but essentially in the morning I try to block off you know a a couple of hours so that I have my own focus time to do things whether it's catching up on email or conversing with my suppliers overseas. So that's like one of the times that the time zones overlap and they're responsive and I'm responsive. So um, I've got time set aside for that. And it's mainly, you know, it's emails, customer service, uh, marketing, shipping out samples. And then in the afternoon, I will create content or have meetings whether that's fundraising or, you know, meetings with vendors to evaluate different marketing opportunities. And then at night, you know, sometimes I'll hop on again and, you know, answer emails with my supplier as well. So lots, lots of stuff to do for sure. Awesome. And um, did you have like a, let's say a customer that gave like a very memorable um rating or like some that they said something very memorable about bob love yeah it's actually one of the first reviews i'm kind of embarrassed to share but i was like wow this is such a nice compliment he loved the teas so much that he said that he believed that bob love could go really far and that people will talk about bob love like coke one day and that that was like amazing i was like wow 
Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's high. Like, you know, that's that's setting the bar very high. But that was pretty cool. And also just seeing in general the feedback on the packaging. Like I spent so much time and thought and I put a lot of strategy into the packaging and people felt that emotionally by receiving the box. Like I chose to go a little bit more expensive, do a coated um, six pack box that felt a little bit more premium. And, you know, all the details from the design on the cap to the story on the bottle and the shape of the UPC on the bottle is like, it's a fun shape. It's not just like a regular square barcode, um, those kinds of things. And and people really appreciated that and, and saw that. And that was really rewarding to me. Yeah, it seems like you focused a lot, not just on the big details, but also like on the small details. And I think your customers probably noticed that as well. Yes, yes. So kind of sounds like you, you do it all, but um, do you have a team that you work with? I, so I had some outsourced teams um, for design and supply chain to kind of help me get through uh, launch. And I now have like a marketing intern, summer marketing intern that's helping me out on some projects. And otherwise, it's just it's just me. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I am raising funding now to help get some more marketing resources because my agenda for that is is pretty big. And yeah, there's just not enough time. I need a, a little bit of help with that. Diana, do you have anything else that you want to mention about the business? I guess I would say just to, you know, set expectations for bubble bubble tea. Like if you decide to to try it, you know, it's regular bubble tea is very traditionally a sugary dessert drink and bubble bubble tea is sort of reimagines that right and it's more a light and refreshing take it's lightly sweet and has a lighter jelly-like chew and so I think that positioning and that messaging is I found to be like very important in terms of setting up expectations um because that was I think one one challenge uh or one learning that I had from, from launch is like the messaging of and setting up the expectations of what the taste will actually taste like versus like regular boba. That That's a great point because I write a lot about, you know, better for you foods. And um, I think we just have to remember that there is no magic technology when it comes to food and foods that are healthier for you. We just have to remember like this, this may not taste like the original, but it is a healthier alternative and it will still fulfill cravings. Um, and, you know, I, I, Yes, exactly. And, and taste buds. So, um, you know, myself, I, I've been trying to avoid sugar lately and just eat healthier. And like, this is exactly something that I would turn to um, if I still wanted that craving. So I think it's really awesome that you're sort of creating this new market. Um, and I'm really excited to see where Bubble Up will, will go in the future. Yeah, me too. Thank you. All right. Well, that is the end of this episode of the X Talks Food Podcast. If you like today's show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks, everyone, and see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the X Talks Food Industry Podcast. If you enjoyed our discussions today, please share the episode with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to subscribe in order to be notified when a new episode is released. To join in on the discussion, you can find X Talks on social media email podcast at xtalks.com or comment on the articles directly. Links are in the show description. 
Take a moment to join our community at xtalks.com to get access to everything we have to offer, including webinars, job listings, virtual meetings, articles, and more. The views and opinions expressed in the podcast are those of the speakers sharing them. They should not be taken as professional advice and do not necessarily reflect the policy or position Honeycomb Worldwide. For further information, email us at podcast at xtalks.com. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week.